Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 24, the unclean spirit, when he has gone out of the man, passes through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. He says, I will turn back to my house from which I came out. And when he returns, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes seven other spirits more evil than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. The last state of the man becomes worse than the first. Now, this is a very powerful and important passage. And in this is more than just some sort of spiritual analogy, because in fact, this is a stark reality for so very many people. It is indeed easy to recognize, well, that our house is dirty, our spiritual house is dirty, and that we need to religiously clean up, if you will. So we sweep and we dust, and from all outward appearances, things look so much better. We need to realize and understand clearly that it is Jesus who must do that cleaning, not you. And unless he resides with us after that cleaning, well, what happens is we somehow naturally become like a vacuum. We start sucking in everything close to us in an attempt to fill that emptiness that now exists in that clean house. And I got to tell you, this is critical truth And it is failing to find its way into the hearts and lives of so very many people today. Untold numbers of half-hearted religious seekers each Sunday sweep up a little at church and they still go home empty. For these, it is only a matter of time. Only a matter of time before the vacuum that is themselves will suck in the things of the world despite all the faithful church attendance that may have gone on before. And then with false gods living in their hearts, the reality of their spiritual state is ultimately worse than even before they cleaned up. Sadly, I have seen this happen way too many times. At least previously, they could see the reality of their state of being, but the problem is, in this latter case, now now they're like blind men in, in a clean and organized house. I mean, everything's familiar, everything's functional, but it's void of anyone else but themselves. And soon they'll be revisited by old haunts. And then they finally, ultimately, disappear altogether. John 14, 23, Jesus answered him, If a man loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him. And and this is the important part. And we... Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will come to him and make our home with him. John 15, 4-5 says, Remain in me, and I in you. As the branch can't bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So we need to clearly see that the indwelling Holy Spirit, once we are reborn, is not an optional bonus. I mean, the initial cleanup 
of a man's soul must be followed by that infilling Spirit of God. The Spirit must come in and dwell inside of us to replace that which previously possessed us. Now, the world we live in, they they have their 12-step programs and they have their rehabilitation and they have their social service methods. But really, these are of limited good, for they are designed to merely rid the house of its garbage. But it does nothing to fill us back up again with purpose and with joy. We need to understand that Christianity is a metamorphosis. It is a transformation of mind, body, and soul. A rebirth of life and passion. Rebirth in Christ, you see, is more than just ridding oneself of the guilt and the power of sin. It is a change of who we were and now beginning as a baby again. We grow and we mature in Christ until we become adults. We begin again. And the fact is, we simply become like that which is in control of us. What's in control of you? Satan? Christ? Or just yourself? Verse 27 says, It came to pass, and he said these things. A certain woman out of the multitude lifted up her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast which nursed you. But he said, Jesus that is, on the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Well, obviously Jesus didn't have any Catholic leanings here because he gives a higher blessing to others than even his mother Mary. Now, please understand that that doesn't mean she wasn't blessed. I mean, Luke one twenty eight tells us, having come in, the angel said to her, that's Mary, Rejoice, you highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But please note that Jesus gave a higher place, a higher status to those who not only hear the word of God, but also who keep it. And I guess that's a fitting conclusion to the previous statements by Christ. To hear the word means nothing unless it's followed by action in light of that truth. Verse 29, we read, When the multitudes were gathering together to him, he began to say, This is an evil generation. It seeks after a sign. No sign will be given to it, but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For even as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so the Son of Man will also be to this generation. Now we need to know that there is nothing innately wrong with seeking proof that Jesus is who he said he was and to seek proof that Jehovah Jehovah is indeed God. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, after all, there are plenty of religions out there that claim to be the sole bearer of eternal truth. So honest inquiry by those truly seeking was not what Jesus was addressing here. His comments were for those who continually tested our Lord and seemingly were always seeking after the miraculous. I mean, look at the stage we got here. Jesus had fed the hungry. He had calmed both nature and the fear of men. He had, as no other man, uh, taught uh, words and the people uh, those words. He healed all manner of sickness and healed all kinds of infirmities. 
he had even cast out evil spirits, and the ultimate, he even had raised the dead. And yet still for many, this was not enough. And despite all the Christ has done, both in his earthly ministry as well as for us personally since that day, many of us, well, we continue to seek for more also, just like these guys. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Yeah.